She is chief of her department, a clinician, an author, and media personality. You are listening to ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm Susan Dolan, your host, and with me today is Dr. Linda Petter. Dr. Petter is chief of the Department of Family Practice at St. Francis Hospital in Federal Way, Washington, and author of the newly released book, Common Medical Sense. Dr. Petter, welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. Well, thank you. How do you juggle serving as chief of your department, seeing patients, writing a book, and now also making many media appearances? It's not easy, but I'll have to be honest, it's really been a lot of fun. I've enjoyed it thoroughly, and I look forward to doing more. A matter of fact, one of the local TV channels would like me to start doing health segments on the news, so that plate's going to get a little fuller. What advice do you have for doctors who would like to write a book? I'd say go for it. It's been such an exciting adventure. If this is a deep desire, they've been wanting to write that novel or a self-help book, by all means, complete it, because it's just been such an exciting road. I just welcome anybody to travel the same. Tell us about the book, Common Medical Sense. Well, the book is a self-help book written for a consumer, and there is nothing out there quite like it. The target audience is somebody in their teens to end life, and over 60 healthcare topics are discussed in layman's terms. So medicine is basically decoded for the consumer. Topics range anywhere from cholesterol to domestic violence to hospice to helping a consumer interpret their lab work to nutrition, exercise, chronic pain. It's a great selection, and again, it gives them practical information so they know more about their condition such that they can better communicate with their doctor. What led you to write the book? I think nowadays there's such a communication void given our current healthcare strain system right now. I think there's a lack of time that doctors have to spend with a consumer. Doctors are forced to see patients faster over a shorter period of time, and therefore there's less time for the consumers to you know, explain what's going on, for the doctor to properly explain medications and long-term treatment and outcomes. And this book just helps fill that muchly needed communication void. I also think that consumers nowadays need to be more proactive and more responsible for their health care. You know, it's not up to the doctor's office to call them every year and say, you know, it's time for your yearly physical Consumers should know they should go in once a year for a physical, when to have their mammogram, blood tests done, colon cancer screening. They really do need to be more involved. Tell us how you started. When did you start the process of writing the book? Well, the whole process of the book writing probably took about five years. And I started it probably after I got into solo practice, and I found that there was this need, this lack of communication So to write it and to do the research probably was about four years, and then the editing and re-editing, working with the publisher, probably took about another six months to nine months. When did you have time to write? (laughs) You know, my husband works as an air traffic controller and works odd hours in graveyards. So when I got home and he was at work, that was my writing time, one o'clock in the morning, two in the morning. It got done just at odd hours. Did you have an agent? No, actually, I didn't have an agent. I looked into that. There's actually a very good book on the market called The Guide to Book Publishers, Editors, and Agents, written by, I think it was Jeff Herman. 
And I use that as a guide to find a publisher to decide if I want to have an agent. But, you know, if you get an agent involved, it does cost more money. So I'm kind of an independent person. I just decided to take that on for myself. Now, since I've had a couple people call, but I've enjoyed the ride and doing it myself. So you dealt directly with the publisher? I did, yeah. And who is the publisher? The publisher I have is called Able Publishing. And are they specialty for medical books? No, they do a whole variety of books. And looking back, would you have done anything differently? Oh, absolutely not. I think, you know, life is a journey, and life is full of education. I've enjoyed taking on that challenge, you know, and I think overall I've done an okay job. I've got my book published, proud of it, and it's already helping so many people. What feedback have you received from healthcare consumers? You know, I was kind of wondering about how the book would be received, and to my pleasant surprise, it's honestly been overwhelming positive. One of the doctors, just before I published the book, he had told me, he goes, Linda, don't wait another year. Get the book out there. The consumers need it. I was interviewed by a doctor about two weeks ago on the radio, and he said to me, and I take this as a, just a wonderful compliment, he said, you know, Linda, I wish I would have written the book myself, and it's something that everybody should have. So, I mean, from two colleagues and others that I won't mention, it's been wonderful. And what feedback have you received from other physicians? Basically positive, from nurses as well as doctors. ER doctors saying thanks. There's a chapter on there when consumers should go to the emergency room. You know, our emergency rooms are really taxed right now from patients going in to the ER with symptoms and conditions that should be treated in a clinical setting. So I think ER doctors approve and have certainly welcomed the book. Consumers now at least have some knowledge of when to go in and not to overburden our emergency rooms. Same thing from ER nurses as well. If you're just joining us, you're listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Susan Dolan, your host, and joining me is Dr. Linda Petter, discussing her life as an administrator, clinician, author, and media personality. Dr. Petter, do you have a sweet spot? Do you have a favorite chapter in this book? Oh, I have many. Okay, three chapters right off the top that are very dear to my heart. And one of them is called Stress, Stress, and More Stress. Uh, we live in a very, you know, stressful environment. And I think that chapter, again, gives practical information that's helpful for all of us, um, patients as well as, you know, uh, working healthcare professionals. Another chapter that I love is called I'm Too Young to Be Getting Old. And here it talks about what a person should expect as they're aging, what's normal and acceptable, and when it's not normal, and when to see your doctor. And then lastly, another chapter that's my favorite is called Pause for Menopause. Dr. Petter, did you have any help writing the book? Did you have a copy editor? How did that process go? Actually, I didn't. I have a degree in writing from the University of Washington. I've been published in a few medical journals, something I really enjoy doing. But I did have an editor here local as well as at the publisher. And then I had a few of my colleagues read the book, another doctor who trained at the Mayo Clinic. But otherwise, I did it alone. And describe the research process. The research was basically certain, my education, textbooks, certain medical journals, certain websites, which I also make available in my book, reputable, informative, reliable websites. You know, I also was able to get permission from the National Headache Foundation 
and the American Alzheimer's Association. I contacted them personally and said, I'm writing this book. These are the chapters I'm putting in. Could I use some of your information? And overwhelmingly positive, please, we're more than happy to get our message out there as well. And thank you for including us. And what's it like to appear on TV and the radio on a regular basis? (laughs) I've honestly enjoyed being on the radio very much. I thoroughly enjoy talking about health care. Probably could do it hours on end. TV that's in the works right now, hopefully I'll enjoy it just as much as I've done the radio. How are you getting the word out and publicizing the book? Well, I think certainly word of mouth. Also, there is a journal out there called Radio, TV, and Inner Report, and that was recommended through a friend of mine who's a publisher. So I think, you know, just good connections and learning as you go. Let's talk a little bit about the balancing act, and especially your chapter, Stress, Stress, and More Stress, for busy medical professionals. What do you tell your doctor friends? Well, you know, I think all of us are trained to care for our patients, do a very thorough job, but we often, ourselves, our health, our own time gets lost in that shuffle. And I think that the best we can do as doctors is care for ourselves first, and as a result of doing that, we have more to give. So, you know, make sure that we're getting that seven to eight hours of sleep every night, making sure that we're not skipping meals, and I'm sure many of us do. You know, eating three well-balanced meals a day wouldn't hurt to take a multivitamin. And very, very important, too, is don't neglect yourself regarding exercise. You know, make sure that you're getting at least your 30 minutes of cardiovascular workout every day. By staying healthy, again, we have more to give, not just to our patients, but also our family. What questions do you receive the most when you're on a call-in radio show? You know, it's been quite a variety, anything from cholesterol to colon cancer screening, mammogram, breast exam, breast cancer, hair loss, sexual dysfunction, stress. It's been a nice variety, and you never know quite the question that's going to come across. Have you ever been stumped? Oh, sure. I'm human. (laughs) And how do you handle that? You know, you're honest. And I've said this over the radio one time, I recall. I got a question, calling kept question from Canada. And I said to him, you know, I really don't know the answer. But perhaps, since this is quite serious, you might want to contact your physician and make an appointment and discuss with them in more detail. So I think that's certainly an asset to a healthcare professional is, You know, knowing when you're not aware of everything, we're not expected to know everything. And I think that's just a sign of somebody who, you know, certainly cares and somebody who knows their own strengths and weaknesses and limitations. In your own practice, when patients arrive very well prepared with their own research from the Internet and other resources, how do you receive that? I actually like it. I want my healthcare consumer to be informed. I want them to participate in their health care. When they bring in information, I'd rather them bring in and ask me than perhaps take something that could be harmful to them or pursue a certain treatment that could be detrimental. I like the patient who comes in with a list of questions so that all of their needs are met. Now that means the appointment may take more than 7.5 minutes, but in our office we schedule 15 minutes to a half hour. So I think we need to go back to clear communication and remember as physicians we're there for the consumer and take the time that's necessary to help them.
How do you respond to medical professionals who say, I have this education, I have all this experience, I am the expert, and people can get off track when they do their own research in an area they don't have that expertise in? I think we're in the information age. It's out there in the media, over the Internet, in the newspaper from a friend. And I think nowadays doctors have to be informed and to expect that from the consumers should not be put off by that, but actually should work with the consumer and not be threatened by that. I welcome, again, that type of consumer any day versus one who doesn't care, doesn't show up for their appointments, and leaves it all up to the doctor. I think nowadays we have to work as a team. Dr. Petter, thank you for joining us today to discuss your life as an administrator, clinician, author, and media personality. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm Susan Dolan. You've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. For comments and questions, send your email to xm at reachmd.com. Thank you for listening.